the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, the station, or its advertisers. Live from Northern California, it's Lifeline with Jesse Gastan. He's the host of Way of Grace, a pastor and a community leader. He's a teacher and an inspiration. He's Lifeline's own Jesse Gastan. And I am coming to you from sunny Castro Valley, where the weather is perfect, maybe a tad bit hot, but I mean really perfect. It's a really, really nice day out, and I am glad to be with you on this Monday. Let's see here. This is August 7th, 2023. And it's you and me for the next two two hours, hour and fifty minutes to be more exact. One triple eight three six seven five three two nine is the number to reach me here at um, Lifeline on this on this again gorgeous Monday out here. I I love it when I wake up after a really good uh, worship Sunday, meeting all kinds of new people and enjoying uh, enjoying the gang. I am recovering from a swollen Achilles heel after chasing about seven youngsters all throughout our uh our auditorium <laughs> back in the day when i was growing up in uh, in church if i ever you know spend time there uh you you couldn't play in church no it wasn't going to happen you had to go outside in our assembly our kids get to run around our big ten thousand square foot facility and uh this just is a joyful thing to see the boys and the girls running i've watched them grow up running through the pews running over the pews jumping and crawling through and uh getting quite agile, I might say. And so sitting and talking with a few people yesterday, I was just watching them and I'm thinking, okay, I'm getting better. I'm healing. I'm I'm recovering from uh, from surgery after a couple of years. I'm building some muscle. I'm getting my flexibility back. Albeit, I did injure my Achilles uh, in the um, Caribbean's a couple of months ago. But I thought I was pretty good. You know, I thought I was pretty good, and it got to chasing the boys and them chasing me, and it was like super duper fun. And about seven or 10 minutes in, the Achilles said, hey, man, you look, you better take a break, dude. Looks like we have strained ourselves. So had to ice it down. I'm kind of limping around now. But I mean, I really did enjoy myself and had a great time with the kids. It's good to still be able to run and crawl and climb over stuff and hang out with the youngins. You want to try it sometimes. You really do, especially since. We live in such a crazy world that is filled with so many conundrums, so many bizarre things. I mean, I, I don't know. I, there's a lot of stuff we could talk about. I, I think I'm going to start off with a proverb. The proverb says it like this. I would quote this from time to time, but I really do want to get the text right. This is the of Ecclesiastes is going to be chapter 7 and what Ecclesiastes says is around verse 14 is so I, I can recall it. It says in the day of prosperity 
rejoice. But in the day of adversity, consider. In the day of prosperity, rejoice. But in the day of adversity, consider. Now, that's... uh, that's a very good piece of information because what Solomon is saying to you and me is life is filled with prosperity, filled with adversity. For instance, I I thought I was really prosperous, like I said, but ultimately I did have a situation come up where um, I hurt myself and I'm now limping around and uh, and I'm I'm kind of like okay all right Jess you gotta you gotta deal with this adversity so um, gotta heal but happy in the Lord really really am happy in the Lord and I think that what we have to learn how to do is strike the balance in the midst of this crazy world what a fiasco our country is today. What a fiasco our country is to the world today. And and what I mean by that is not only is America a fiasco, that means in so many ways, I'm going to I'm going to count the ways for us as we we prepare to talk today. But we are a fiasco, I am absolutely sure, to the world. When the world looks at America through all of the different social media outlets, I cannot help but think that they think that we are losing our minds, our cotton picking minds, as the old folks would say in the South, uh, losing our mind. It's, it's just crazy. Welcome again to Gotham City. Would you agree with me? Crime is off the chain. Crime is off the chain and citizens are needing to take matters into their own hands. I remember growing up in Oakland off of Seminary Avenue, little street called Hallway. And uh, and back in those days, in fact, I was an adult. Then my children were very young at that time. They must have been about six or seven years old, maybe four or five. And we called the area at that time Dodge City. It is exponentially worse, not only because of crime, but because of the policies that reinforce the crime, the policies that have emerged over the last six to seven to 10 years with all of this bizarre um, foolishness called social justice, where there was a call for a defunding of the police, which according to our Bible tells us when the wicked rule, the people mourn. And that's where we are today. The wicked are in authority and they are implementing unrighteous policies, and these unrighteous policies are producing delirious, deleterious, if you will, outcomes that are just horrific. Now, I want to say before we go to the break, bless the old lady, that old sister in East Oakland, who when I suppose a couple of thieves thought that they would knock on her door. This is somewhere around the 80s, maybe up near Bancroft, Maybe a little bit higher, according to the news report. A couple of knuckleheads trying to break in. And, and, you know, they're so brass today that they're breaking into people's homes while they're there. Well, they, they were trying to get they were trying to get into the front door of a sister's house. And she met them with Mr. Three, five, seven. Her 357 Magnum went off one time. 
two times and they took off. They took off running. Why? Because they met somebody that could meet them in their own maniacal ways. Now, sadly, they went and they got their own firearms and started shooting up the lady's house. I sure hope that those young men were caught. I hope that they weren't killed because, of course, we don't want to be killing people um, while they're on the outside of the porch and not inside of our premises. Because according to the backwards policies of our present uh, state, you could be in more trouble killing someone trying to break in your home and harm you than they would be breaking into your home and harming you. This is how insane backwards, this is how absurd and ridiculous, this is how ansonine the policies are today. These are definitely times of adversity that you are, you and I are living in. And you and I just need to we need we need to be careful. I, I really do suggest that um, we are seeing more and more events of people being robbed in, in plain daylight. We're watching women being accosted. We're watching old people being accosted. Uh, and, and, and this is the brazenness of the heart of mankind when justice is slack. As if you've been listening to me for any time, you know, I've been telling you that these things are by design. They are they are legitimate. They are by design. They are part of an agenda of creating such a chaos environment that a military style governance is going to be longed for by the people. In other words, a military state. But when you obtain a military state, when your society becomes a military state, guess what? Everybody's on lockdown then. Everybody now is under surveillance. Everybody now has to be given permission to go here and go there and do this and do that. Just ask Israel. You can see this over in Israel as well uh, and, and a few other countries to boot. But that's where we're going because our society is in transition. It's in change. It's in this whole reset. Destabilization is part of what's taking place in our world. And you really, you really can't go to sleep on it. I don't know if you heard about it, though. This was a news report in Stockton. We're at a 7-Eleven. I guess one of these thieves who had read, you know, Gavin Newsom's report that you can steal uh, items out of stores up to a thousand dollars and it's nothing but a misdemeanor. If that uh, went into the 7-Eleven to uh, just just again, brazenly took a garbage can walking down the aisles and just poured all kinds of cigarettes and other paraphernalia into a large garbage can bin while mocking the owner or um, or those who were running the store. It seems like there was two people, one security, the one that worked behind the counter. And I thought as I'm watching this, he's going to roll on out like so many people do. Um, A couple years ago, I talked about a guy riding through uh, Ross on a bicycle with a with a garbage can behind him. Not a garbage can, but a Safeway Safeway cart behind him and, and putting a ton of clothing in it and just riding right out. They let him go. This brother, African American, looks like he was about six feet tall, was met by one of the guards in the store tackling him and the <laughs> Sikh brother happened to be Indian coming back from behind the counter grabbed a big stick and went to well in on that boy you heard him hollering and screaming like a little kid I mean they whacked him they said it was about 25 lashes I thought that that was so cool in other words they didn't kill him but they didn't let him go 
They didn't give him the false perception, misperception that he had a right to invade people's property, take their goods and wreak havoc in their business. This is the consequence of bad policies in our nation and in our state where people have to take these matters into their own hand. Yes, as Solomon said, in the day of prosperity, rejoice. In the day of adversity, consider. You're going to have to consider. I'm going to have to consider. We will have to consider how we are going to go about in our society today. The number is one 367 1-888-367-5329. Lots to talk about. Yours truly, Jesse Gistan, on the Monday edition of Lifeline. We will be right back. And now back to Lifeline. We are back. The time is 521 on the Monday edition of Lifeline. Glad to have you with me. This is Jesse Gistan. Keeping you company for the next couple of hours. The number is one 367 5329 1-888-367-5329 to enter into the conversation with yours truly. I was kind of opening up talking to you just about the um, chaos that we're in, the the um, the disarray. For those of you who have been keeping up with me for a long time, I've, I've told you that we are in the midst of a, a, um, a, a social takeover, a cultural takeover, a cultural transformation, a governmental um, coup, if you will. This will help you if you want to get it. You want to wonder why our government is such a debacle on so many levels, why there is such a, again, deleterious manifestation of, of policy making, and why is it that we're dealing with the kind of buffoonery that goes on in our country? It seems like every 10 years you get these kind of clownish leaders, and, and I don't really mean to be disrespectful to the office, but it's just... It, I, I, it's by design that you would get someone like Joe Biden. It's by design that you would get someone like Bill Clinton. It's by design that you would get some someone like George W. Bush um, and others who were caricatures of the office. And then when you begin to look at their backgrounds and you seriously consider how that they all come out of a pool of selected sort of uh, Manchurian candidates, that they all had a background in certain educational formats and, and cultural contexts by which they play the game of politics, your left-right narrative, which I've told you before, is nothing but a common plantation binary methodology to keep everybody hoodwinked. Your blue and your red are really working toward the same end uh, and are controlled by powers above beyond on and on the outside of them as well. Uh, I woke up this morning to two fascinating interviews. One of them was really a kind of just thorough explanation by Ted Cruz, Senator Ted Cruz, on his on his program. He has a program called Veritas. I think it's Veritas. No, it's not Veritas. Um, I'll get the name in a moment. Very good, though. Very good program where he really does get at what's going on in Washington. I want to I want to I want to thank God for for um, for Mr. Cruz being the kind of uh, uh, senator and congressman that is like paying really 
close attention to what's happening. And he's he's clearly laying out for people what is taking place, not only in terms of um, what's happening with Donald Trump and all of these uh, lawsuits and all of these affidavits and all of these uh, indictments, if you will. These are indictments that are coming out at him. But he's also uh, Ted Cruz is keeping up uh, very significantly and, and meticulously with the Biden crime family. But I inadvertently bumped into a uh, an interview with um, and so Ted Cruz has all the data. You can you can Ted Cruz podcast that'll get you there, and you'll hear him explaining specifically what's going on and what has taken place over the last several days in Washington D.C. And you probably just are not uh, informed about it because your your legacy media will not do it. Is that certain people who were engaged in full contact with Joe Biden and Hunter Biden are now, um, you know, having to give sworn testimony as to the fact that those those persons uh, in view, President Joe Biden, who was the vice president at the time, and the son Hunter Biden was indeed engaged in massive, massive offshore businesses, foreign business deals that amount to money laundering and all sorts of other very, again, very, very obvious, very criminal, very, uh, very global uh, practices that apparently from what we're learning goes on in Washington all the time. Yeah, the folks in Washington, you guys get to take our tax dollars after they vote on policies and behind closed doors, make deals with different businesses and and countries and live high on the hog, including your your president. Um, But it appears that he he just played his cards way too loose because emails and and other sources have really trapped him now. I don't know how he's going to get away with it other than the fact that. Almost all of our presidents have gotten away with things that are so bad that uh, it's shameful. Um, from from one report that uh, Mr. Cruz was sharing, uh, the um, the the banking industry was tracking uh, Biden's offshore uh, business accounts. This is what wealthy people do, you guys. They create different shell businesses. These are empty businesses that don't have any kind of employee or any kind of function. They're just simply LLCs by which you can take money and launder it and wash it and send it down 25 different pathways before it gets to you indirectly. And according to, uh, again, reports by your IRS, men uh, over 170 suspicious activity reports on 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 the Biden family and I mean that's the whole Biden family and and this stuff is coming out to people who have their ear on the pulse of what's happening in Washington and as I stated the world sees this because Putin knows about this the president of China knows about this because they all do it they know that the moral stance that America seeks to try to take when it when it asserts its authority around the world and tell people what it it believes it should do, what ground it should stand on, what territory on the planet it should occupy is nothing but a hypocritical uh, stance of empty self-righteousness. They know that they know that our leaders are just as inclined to corruption and and money uh, uh, grubbing uh, backdoor 
uh, exchanges of, of different sorts uh, where they agree to do things and uh, engage in business endeavors that frequently are at the expense of taxpayers like you and me. Um, and, and these are things that are so obvious to us. Um, and we would hope that we would have an administration. Uh, we would hope that we would have a justice department that would that would not only look into these things, but then prosecute them because we're coming up on a presidential election here in the next couple of months. And the two leading candidates on either side of this fake plantation system called the uh, the the government of the United States branches of government, particularly the executive branch, um, are, are, are rife with scandals. Trump is rife with all kinds of problems that are headed his way. Biden is rife with all kinds of problems headed their way. And I cannot but believe that what this will do to the American people is once again send their head down into, okay, <laughs> send their head down into the sand and cause them to say, no more, no more, I can't take it, I don't want to have to choose. But you are going to have to choose. The American people are going to have to wake up. You are going to have to be more thoughtful. You are going to have to become brave. You are going to have to actually acknowledge the uh, inconsistencies, the contradictions, the nuances, the fallacies on end of the right where it shows up. And now back to Lifeline. Indeed we are. And the time is Lifeline. Two lines open if you want to enter into the conversation. One triple eight. Three six seven five three two nine. Two lines open if you want to enter into the conversation. One triple eight three six seven five three two nine. And I was talking to you about what's going on in uh, our government with our with the the two leading potential candidates for presidency in twenty twenty four and the fiasco and the very clear evidence that the Biden family, which is rightly called the Biden crime family, is really. Uh, compromised in terms of its dealings in foreign businesses, um, whether it's with China or whether it's with Ukraine or whether it's with, as one uh, uh, court written testimony calls it, Barisma. Um, there's so much going on in this regard. Uh, I, you know, I don't know this. You know, and, and, and will 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 Congress? Uh, have the heart and the guts to uh, to put a stop to this and and just recognize as I as I stated earlier, you know, uh, when the wicked are in rule, the people mourn. This the the again the hypocrisy of being uh, the kind of person that are make that's making millions and millions of dollars off of foreign investments as a president. And uh, and again, the the eloquence and the clarity of this sworn testimony uh, by certain individuals who um, explicitly were in relationship with the Bidens personally and explicitly in relationship with the Bidens. The sworn testimony is hard to is hard to deny. He was clearly with with uh, the Bidens. He was clearly uh, in the presence of Joe Biden. It is 
impossible to, um, his name is Devin Archer, his sworn testimony, it's impossible for them to overcome this. He, um, he He's a brave man for sure. There's nothing for him to win in this. Uh, he's probably just saving his conscience. But um, our president lied under oath and several times around having nothing to do with his son Hunter Biden's business endeavors. But apparently that's not so, both from Mr. Devin Archer, as well as these two IRS whistleblowers. So you and I, you know, you and I are are, we're dealing with some extremely volatile times and uh, and and to boot the 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 worldwide destabilization and disruption and and problematic relationships going on uh, between the East and the West, China and Russia is making a lot of headway in Africa. And and you and I can imagine understanding how NATO works, understanding how the CIA works, understanding how covert operations work in that poor country called Africa, great but poor in the sense that they have been plundered for so many uh, years, so many centuries now, um, it's starting to wake up to the disadvantages of its relationship with the West. And uh, Putin has made his move. The president of China has made their move on uh, on on Africa and Africa is starting to move towards uh, China and and uh, and 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 Russia. And what does that mean for you and me? Really simple. I can tell you what it is. You you, you may think it will amount to nothing, but in reality, you and I are going to see it. In the inflation of everything that goes up around us, we're going to see it in costs. We're going to see it in policies. We're going to see it in so many different ways because our dollar is shrinking as we speak. And also our relationship at the commerce level um, is now compromised. And you are going to look up a year from now and you're going to discover that um, there's a whole lot less of everything. Uh, for you and I to to possess. This is what Solomon meant when he said, in the day of adversity, consider. This is what you and I are going to be struggling with. And I actually shared this with you about two years ago at the beginning of the pandemic when I told you that uh, after this 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 so-called worldwide scare of a, uh, a virus uh, bringing people into conformity to the new biomedical surveillance state, which we're in, um, there would begin to be a uh, a diminishing of our monies, a a, um, a a devaluing of the dollar, and we would enter into a a period of recession. And we are in that recession now. Um, if we could see the world through one fell swoop, we would recognize that people are starving around the world, and that lots of people, even in America, even in our own state, California, is going through really, really difficult times. Really, really difficult times paying the bills and just sustaining themselves. And it's not going to get any better anytime soon, given the kind of policies we're engaging in. Now, the only question that I'm raising and have been raising for the last couple of years, seeing these these particular prognostications occur in the economic world, as well as in the larger geopolitical you know, atmosphere, I have been simply raising the question, what is the goal? But my answer comes quickly. I told you we are in a destabilization realm, a, 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 a process by which the globalists, 
the New World Order people, your World Economic Forum folks, your Davo folks, your G20, all of the knuckleheads that think that they can create a better world than you and I live in, they are for open borders. This is an open society move. This is why you've got so many uh, illegal immigrants being dropped off in cities all around America and throughout the nation and even around the world. And and no one's really doing anything about it. A few politicians are, you know, saying something, but most are allowing it to happen because this is part of the new world order. You and I will see a real different world over the next seven years. And the issue will be, what will you do about it? What 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 are we going to do about the things that are taking place in our life to better ourselves, to get ourselves in a better position? If you're a married man with family, you have to be thinking about this. You have to be able to see the evil afar off and adjust for it. You have to be able to have some foresight, some insight, some hindsight in order to make the right move. All right, I'm going to begin to go to the phone lines. The lines are open. Two lines are open. one 367 one let us go to line number one and talk with Jermaine from Alameda. Jermaine, are you there? Oh, yes, I am. Hey, how you doing, man? I'm doing very well. Um, you know, I meant to bring up the uh, Stockton incident with the, the 7-Eleven owners who had enough is maybe uh, proof of much of what you said, but you, you already kind of alluded to that, but I kind no, of it. We can talk about that. Oh, okay. Well, you know, um, I, personally, I, I kind of wonder if what we're seeing is, is uh, people reaping the benefits of a self-perpetuated curse that they placed on themselves. They, they didn't want God. They didn't want cops. You know, they everyone was marching and angry a couple of years ago, and now that they get what they thought they wanted, they, they're trying to return it. And, you know, I know it's bad when you see people in inner city communities where police may not be liked that much. It's bad when you see those same people now virtually begging for officers to assist. And, you know, I know some people who are on certain forces and it's not, it's not all their fault. There's just not enough people to go around at this point. And they ran them off through mandates and, and crazy policies. And now, you know, it's time to kind of, kind of count the, uh, the way they say the chickens come home to roost, and and people are angry now. And the, the issue is, it's not getting better; it's getting worse. These criminals are getting more and more brazen. I'm seeing young people do things in the streets and out in the open where some of them aren't even shielding their faces and they're posing for the camera on the way out because they know nothing is going to happen to them. So these policies are insane, and you know, you really have to be careful what you ask for because when you get it it's kind of hard to return it now. You, you can't close Pandora's box. And the, the incident in 7-Eleven for me, you know, some people might have a different opinion, but I actually kind of enjoyed it. You know, it was, a, it was like a good old-fashioned whooping that we used to get in, in our household. And in my opinion, I think they saved that man's life. Because if he kept I, on... You totally. If you, yeah, if you're so brazen that you're going to take a trash can and a walk as you steal hundreds of dollars worth of of stuff from people who are trying to do their best to work and, and provide for their families, then eventually you're probably going to lose your life. So I think a good whooping is uh, something that, that was justified in that situation. And, you know, I watched it several times and not that I was enjoying seeing a man scream, but I was enjoying seeing someone finally get some, some of the benefits of their actions. You know, they, they got consequences and he was able to walk out and he won't be charged with the crime 
I think he got off easy, and that was mercy. You know, if we were in Dubai or in other parts of the Arabic culture and, and nations, uh, something like that would put him in jail indefinitely um, because they understand the um, the principle of, of law and order. We don't. Um, I, I did uh, embrace a level of satisfaction with him getting his tail whipped only because he looked like he was at least as tall as you, if not bigger and, and healthy. And, and it wasn't but about a two by two inch stick. It wasn't like he was the, um, the owner or the um, the clerk was using a two by four. So he wasn't really. And uh, it's just that a, a stick does hurt and uh, he needed to be whacked significantly. And he was also hit on his legs, as you and I would know if anybody watched it. So we're not or any kind of uh, brute punishment on the face or in the uh, vital organs. No, he was just getting hit in the legs uh, and in his butt, and rightly so. He could have took 50 uh, lashings as far as I'm concerned because of the arrogance and pompousness and the, the attitude that he had walking up in there, which apparently was not the first time he had committed such things. But also to your point before uh, we go to the break, you are right, the criminal activity is so brazen. I was watching a few clips um, uh, on Megan Kelly as she was interviewing Bob Jackson from Axel Gospel Church, along with uh, with an advocate for the NAACP, and they're all crying out, needing more police officers now. They want more police officers now. Um, back a couple years ago, it was it was kind of a a quietness, you know, because people were bowing down to the false god of woke ideology and uh, and, and and anti-social justice reparations um, what is just it's just a delusional system that they they bought into and we're recognizing now you cannot have prosperity you cannot have peace you cannot have joy you cannot have order or hope where we are lawless lawlessness is the precursor to chaos which is the precursor to hell and, and we know that and um if you think about third world countries are countries where where people are used to taking law matters into their hands, but they do have uh, ethical and moral uh, propriety. They know how to deal with people like this young man who came up into the store, discipline him. Uh, reprove him, correct him, uh, and then send him on his way. A lot of that happens in countries where uh, law enforcement is not as adequate or available or as competent as you need it to be. And when it's not, you got to take matters into your own head. As I had also stated concerning the older woman who had to use her 357 to let those fellas know, you're not coming up into my house and taking my goods and beating me and traumatizing me. I'm an old lady, but I got my friend with me. This used to be that the way that it used in order to detour. Gotta let you go because I'm on a heartbreak. I really appreciate your call. I must say, I just do not believe this is by accident. When Gavin Newsom and his cronies up there in Sacramento uh, implement these kind of policies, it is for the deterioration of our culture in order to implement martial law, in order to create a police state, in order to create variance between uh, people groups, in order to create fear so that they can control us and uh, people better hurry up and wake up like you said because we're we're suffering the consequences of our action call my dear brother three lines open one triple eight three six seven five three two nine one triple eight three six seven five three two nine you're listening to the monday edition of lifeline 
We'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. Yes, we are. And the first hour is almost up. The time is 551 on the Monday edition of Lifeline. And it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Monday on August uh, 7th, 2023. Three lines open, one 367 Three lines are open, one 367 And I'm simply trying to uh, keep the conversation going about where you and I live. Paul said in Ephesians chapter five that we are to be circumspect. That means we are to have a encompassing view of our environment. Know where we are. Know our contents. The calamity. Know the chaos. Know our culture. Because we live here. We have to be able to negotiate, navigate, and work through all this because... Um, the goal of darkness is to wait for you to not be watching before they get at you. And, and I certainly to any of the people that we love and care about, that they would be out, our son, our daughters, um, our wives and, and, and what have you, you know, thinking that they live in a safe society. It's not safe anymore. You need to be careful. Uh, and, and you need to lock your doors at home at night and you need to sleep with a, just a little bit more of an apprehension and uh, maybe do like uh, like the old sister does. You know, learn how to count uh, uh, odd numbers. One, three, five, seven, three, five, seven, three, five, seven. If you if you understand what I mean, because, you know, I, I would hate for that evil to come up on you or nine millimeter, nine millimeters. These are all numbers. You, you know how that goes. Um and, and, and it's so important for you to 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 have a plan just in case you bump into these unfortunate events. I was watching again, uh, Megan Kelly talking to uh, Bishop Jackson and, and, and a representative as well. And she showed a video of a sister here in Oakland driving her car. And fortunately she had her cam camera on while she was driving and a guy had sped up in a charger. In fact, it was two African-American males that sped up in a charger and turned in three. This is somewhere in the Oakland Hills. He turned and blocked the streets so that she couldn't get around. But you could hear her going, oh, God, younger lady. And they jumped out of the car and started coming towards her. And she hit the gas, went on around and got on down the hill. Well, another person would have panicked. Another person would have stopped. Another person would have just opened the door and let those guys come in and take her car and her goods. And who knows what else would have occurred for her. She took the flight mode. A lot of people are going to just be frightened because they're not prepared. She took the flight mode. It was daytime. So she figured, hey, if they're going to kill me, they're going to have to kill me while I'm running. And bless her heart, she got away. And plus, she had the camera on, gave me, gave me some ideas. I think you and I should also be having cam, camcorders uh, on our vehicles, just like the police do, and other people, just in case a, a crime comes your way. That will certainly help law enforcement. These things you have to think about. We are living in evil times, ladies and gentlemen. All right, let me talk to my friend Leslie from San Francisco about maybe what we can do on the ground here in the Bay Area uh, to change some of these conditions, either at the academic level, if not at the um, social and political level. Line number two is Leslie there. Yes. Hi, Pastor Jesse. Hi, Leslie. How are you? So uh, I'm great. 
So one of the things that we can do, not on the national level, but really at the local level, in addition to our physical safety, is to run for office or to support candidates. Uh, we have to get we have to get people that are better leaders. They're running for the right reason. They're people of integrity. So the people don't have to mourn anymore. We have to take action to change who we have representing us. And so uh, Tom Wong and I are doing a star search. We're going all over Alameda County, encouraging and training people how to run for elected office in 2024. And we're also recruiting people to support all these new candidates so we can have a truly representative government and get things done. I agree with you. I totally agree that uh, there's a point that becomes obvious to us when there is a level of brokenness at the systemic level, uh, politically and socially and structurally, where um, where good people, good citizens, law-abiding citizens are are being called. They're being called to 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 do something. And this has always really been the case. I'm sure you know this. People really want to mind their own business. We'd love to be able to let somebody else do the good job of uh, policy making at the local level. Uh, but like you said, once we look up and realize that we're having some really bad choices, we're dealing with some really uh, nefarious policies. We're dealing with some unacceptable outcomes, then maybe it's time for us uh, to get involved ourselves. And I, I definitely appreciate what you and Tom are doing in terms of opening that door to uh, to, to to cudgel people, to, to prompt them and to give them an opportunity. For instance, I know you guys gather um, to educate and to and to inform and to 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 help people who might want to get involved. Where are you guys at this week? Uh, we're meeting this Saturday, August 12th, at the Castro Valley Public Library at 10.30 cool. a.m. until 12.30 p.m. And the address Are you there still there? Three, yes. So we're meeting Did at I the Castro Leslie? Valley. Yes. Can you oh, hear okay, me? There we are. Yeah, I can, I can hear you. Yeah. I guess we reconnected. Yeah, say that again, because I think you said 10.30 this Saturday at the Castro Valley Library. Right. That address there is 3600 Norbridge Avenue in Castro Valley, and we're meeting in the Chabot Canyon Room. Yeah, this won't be hard to find. I, I think I think I'm going to try. If I'm not tied up with something, I'm going to try to do a cameo uh, and stop through. That's great. I, I'm I'm very glad. So, how are you guys feeling about the efforts so far? Is do you need to do more, or is are we getting traction? Are people showing yeah. up? Are they are? Yeah, we're getting good traction. Uh, we're meeting Excellent. twice a month. Uh, we're meeting, as I said, this Saturday in Castro Valley, and next. Uh, then the next meeting will be in uh, 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 Oakland, Rock Ridge, and then next month we're meeting in Livermore. So we're going all over Alameda County because there, in fact, there are hundred over 120 elected offices that are up for election in 2024. And people, you know, some of them are full-time, but many of them are part-time. They meet like once a month. It might be Hayward right. Rec and Park or East Bay Mud. So people can get right. involved in all different levels. 
That's really good. I think what I probably will, will want to do maybe is have an extended conversation next time and just kind of talk about all of those availabilities as well. So um, I don't know. Maybe you can send me some e- information about the different um, the different openings that people can can be considered. Probably need to just sure. talk about that for a segment and just kind of let folks know because I I know that we've got a lot of people listening and but you know this is such a um, is kind of an aloof thing. People don't have real tangible uh, uh, perception or or sensibilities about what it means to get involved at the local level and maybe level and maybe we need to flesh that conversation out more fully to help people think. Okay, that's right down the street. Oh, okay, a couple times a month. Oh, I could. I might have time for that, and 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 that can be the beginning of something. So, um, give me give me Tom Tom's uh, email address so people can get at him once again, uh, Leslie. Before I let you go, yes, okay, it's Tom Wong USA. That's T O M W O N G USA at gmail dot com. Yep, Tom Wong USA at gmail.com, you guys. Tom Wong USA at gmail.com. Not hard to find. And you can email them if you're interested. They will definitely get back with you. Um, we need to do more. Uh, we did need to do more than uh, become informed. We need to get involved. We need to pray. We need to uh, employ our gifts and skill sets. If we can't do it, we can help others to do it. I'm sure you guys know that. So I want to encourage you along those lines. And, and Leslie, I, I appreciate the call in every week. I'm glad to do my part in that regard. And um, I'm looking forward to stepping in for a few minutes and seeing how it goes on this Saturday, 1030 at the Castro Valley Library here in Castro Valley. People will be able to find it. So thanks for the call. Thank you, Pastor Jesse. All right. Bye-bye. This is the Monday edition of Lifeline. All the lines are open. We can talk about anything. Theological, practical, sociological, psychological. We can get into it. Political, anything. All the lines are open. one 367 5329 I'll be right back. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.